What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Monday, May 18th. Here's what you missed while you were testing out Phase 1 over the weekend. Man, how do we get so lucky to find ourselves for the first time in history where we get to have two living presidents diss each other on television and over Twitter? See, Trump got beef with Obama. You kind of could say Obama started it, although you'd have an argument that Trump really started way back in 08 and 09 when he was accusing then-sitting President Obama of being foreign-born with, as usual, absolutely zero evidence beyond people that are saying. Anyways, let's just say that this time it started with attorney general Barr deciding to pull the case on mike flynn this gave further credence to the conspiracy theorists that started to scream out obama gate and our fearless leader can resist no temptation to bash his predecessor over twitter so he started with the retweets but that spun out into more tweets hashtags and more retweets 18 times with obama gate three times he only wrote obama gate exclamation point like that's it trump obviously hasn't been able to identify a specific crime but i'm sure it gets his crew all fired up so then obama hit back on twitter with one word vote he was trying to get another mic drop moment but he couldn't let that sit alone so on saturday he turned up quoting npr he had more words during two virtual commencement addresses during graduate together the celebrity fueled virtual graduation ceremony to celebrate the class of 2020 this pandemic has fully finally torn back the curtain on the idea that so many folks in charge know what they're doing obama told graduates a lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge then when speaking to graduating high school students he said do what you think is right doing what feels good what's convenient what's easy that's how little kids think unfortunately a lot of so-called grown-ups including some with fancy titles and important jobs still think that way which is why things are so screwed up Ooh. and a week earlier when talking to former officials from his administration leaked audio revealed that obama called trump's handling of the coronavirus an absolute chaotic disaster and an example of what happens when a what's in it for me mindset is operationalized in our government. Pressed about Obama's remarks on Sunday, Trump said he hadn't heard them, you're right, but noted, look, he was an incompetent president. That's all I can say. Grossly incompetent. Say what? Welcome to the 2020 presidential campaign, end quote. I don't think I could say it any better than that, actually. So there's still a trade war with China going on, and we still don't trust Huawei. Last week, the U.S. Commerce Department announced that all non-U.S. chip manufacturers that are using American chip-making equipment, intellectual property, or design software will have to apply for a license before shipping chips to Huawei directly. Like, that's the rule. It's specifically directed at Huawei. This is effectively cutting them off at the knees. And so the Nikkei A. Asian Review is reporting that, quote, TS 
TSMC, the Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, the world's biggest contract chip maker, has halted new orders from Huawei Technologies in response to tighter U.S. export controls aimed at further limiting the Chinese company's access to crucial chip supplies, multiple sources said. TSMC has stopped taking new orders from Huawei after the new rule change was announced to fully comply with the latest export control regulation, a person familiar with the situation said. Huawei, the world's biggest telecom equipment producer and second biggest smartphone maker, relies heavily on TSMC to manufacture its advanced chip designs, including all of the mobile processors used in Huawei's flagship smartphones. The tighter U.S. controls were announced the same day that TSMC unveiled plans to build a $12 billion plant in the state of Arizona. A move that U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said will bolster U.S. national security at a time when China is trying to dominate cutting-edge tech and control critical industries, end quote. Yeah, Huawei's not too pleased. Guo Ping, Huawei chairman, said, We still haven't figured it out on stage at Huawei's annual analyst summit. The U.S. government still persists in attacking Huawei, but what will that bring to the world? In its relentless pursuit to tighten its stranglehold on our company, the U.S. government has decided to proceed and completely ignore the concerns of many companies and industry associations, Huawei added. This decision was arbitrary and pernicious and threatens to undermine the entire industry worldwide. This new rule will impact the expansion, maintenance, and continuous operations of networks worth hundreds of billions of dollars that we have rolled out in more than 170 countries. We expect that our business will inevitably be affected. Huawei's statement continues, we will try all we can to seek a solution. The Verge says that, quote, Huawei has in the past suggested that it could switch its chip supply to Samsung in this eventuality. The company has also recently been exploring domestic chip production through China's Semiconductor Manufacturing International Corporation, SM. MIC, which today also happened to receive a $2.2 billion investment from the Chinese government. SMIC is a relatively tiny competitor to TSMC, however, and it would take a long time to scale up to Huawei's cutting-edge demands, end quote. And that's very true. Huawei was used to a 12-nanometer process for their Kirin processors and looking to scale up to 7 and even 5-nanometer process. SMIC has only proven to be able to build a 14-nanometer node, so this going to be rough for them. I'll definitely keep an eye on this one and update you. I'm going to start hearing about all kinds of vaccines for the vid, and I'm not going to report on each one as we're still far away from any approvals and peer reviews, but since this is the first one that's making some big news, you'll probably hear just a little bit about this, so let me just cut to it and get in there. Moderna is a biotech company from Massachusetts doing work on a vax for the vid, and they announced promising first results from their first human safety tests. This is from the Washington Post. The eagerly awaited data provides a preliminary look at one of the eight vaccines worldwide that have begun human testing. The data has not been published in a scientific journal and is only a first step towards showing the experimental vaccine is safe and effective. So eight participants who received the low and medium doses of the vaccine had blood levels of virus-fighting antibodies that were similar or greater 
than those in patients that had recovered. That would suggest, but doesn't prove, that it triggers some level of immunity. An effort that's also led by the University of Oxford in partnership with pharmaceutical giant AstraZeneca plans to have millions of doses of their vaccine available by fall. Last week, those researchers disclosed that more than a thousand patients had already enrolled in the initial trial of their vaccine, which began in late April. And the Chinese company, Sinovac Biotech, recently published a study in the journal Science showing that its vaccine protected rhesus monkeys against infection and is currently being tested in 144 people. Two other safety trials are ongoing in the U.S., one led by Pfizer and the other by Innovio Pharmaceuticals. Vaccine experts have said that these accelerated development timelines are theoretically possible, but extremely optimistic and depend on everything just going right. They stress that it would be crucial to gather convincing data that the vaccines are safe and effective before using them broadly, and the new data is promising, but preliminary. I would certainly take this as good news, and it's certainly worth moving forward into later stage trials, said Daniel Salmon, director of the Institute for Vaccine Safety at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. There's just historically, if you look at vaccine development, lots of vaccines that look good out of phase one that don't turn out to be good products, end quote. So it seems like some good news for now, but we're nowhere near the end game yet. Okay, this might cost me some listeners. Do you say GIF or GIF? For the record, they're both right, all right? And both are acceptable, but some people really have a hard stance on this. So inevitably, someone's going to get mad at me while I tell this story. But check it out. Friday, news broke that Facebook was putting down 400 million smackaroonies to buy the company, app, and website known as Jiffy. If you're not aware, Axios puts it like this. Giphy is a massive video library with hundreds of millions of daily users that share billions of GIFs that generate revenue via branded content. Adding Facebook's ad sales and marketing firepower could be what transforms it from a popular service into a highly profitable one. Jiffy is expected to retain its own branding with its primary integration to come via Facebook's Instagram. Facebook is facing enormous blowback over its previous acquisitions, which means that this deal, however small by comparison, is likely to face a lot of antitrust scrutiny by regulators. The tech giant is currently under investigation by federal and state lawmakers for antitrust, end quote. And it's already catching their eye, though I'm unsure if Liz Warren has ever actually used the site or any of its many integrations into other social media. But instead, Statements on Friday, Republican Senator Josh Hawley and Democrat Senators Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar were skeptical of the deal. Facebook keeps looking for even more ways to take our data, Hawley said in a statement. Just like Google purchased DoubleClick because of its widespread presence on the internet and ability to collect data, Facebook wants Jiffy so it can collect even more data on us. Facebook shouldn't be acquiring any companies while it's under antitrust investigation for its past purchases, end quote. I guess the idea is that if Facebook knows what gifts are being used and by whom they can advertise better to you. Jiffy already does this. If you look up lip gloss on the app, the first GIF is from Maybelline or someone similar. And hey, if you're already that worried about the privacy of your gifts, maybe you shouldn't be just using Facebook at all. And by the way, just think of the word garage. Two G's, one hard, one soft. You can say however you want, people. Don't crucify me here. 
And finally, John Krasinski must either be getting the itch to get out of the house, or maybe he's just getting called into a phase one role that he needs to prep for or something. Either way, Jim Halpert has signed off for the last time on his improvised YouTube show, Some Good News. I'll never be able to properly articulate just how much this show has meant to me and what a tremendous honor it has been to share in it with all of you, he said on Sunday night's episode while tearing up. The truth is, I have been so blown away by the messages I've received telling me how joyful this show makes you, how uplifted and inspired you all can be, but I assure you, all the pleasure and all the inspiration has been mine, he said, while his voice was cracking. I told you from the very first episode, I only deliver the good news. You are the good news, and that's why every single week, if you can look past the goofy guy wearing half a suit, you'd see what resilience really looks like, what unbroken really means. And through witnessing each and every simple act of kindness and generosity, you would see what the true definition of good really is. In the last episode, he turned over the reporting and forecast to some of the show's fans. Got over 2 million YouTube subscribers, including promising young sports reporter, international correspondents, a Spider-Man, and shared some Zoom bloopers from some of his guests as well. He also brought back some highlights of people surviving the Rona Wars in various different ways. It's honestly all very touching, but a sign that maybe... Just maybe we're finally crowning and headed to the other side. Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. Yeah, it's it's Monday again, and I'm definitely fighting the Monday blues. But this week looks like it's finally going to get some good weather out here at my secret location. Can't wait for that. And yeah, I heard about the Apple FBI fight, but it doesn't really look like anything new there yet. The FBI wants magic unicorns to exist, and Apple just keeps reminding them they need to invent pixie dust first. What you gonna do? Well, if something interesting comes up and you'd like me to talk on it, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter or Instagram, at JohnnyQuest, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever. Tell your friends. Links are all in the show notes below. Appreciate you, and as always... Remember to stay focused, proud, and dedicated. I got you with the news.